Hey guys, how's it going out there? Thanks for tuning in to the YFYI podcast. On this episode, I am bringing the fire. Talking about one of my favorite subjects, entrepreneurship, and talking about entrepreneurship during this crazy ass time we're going on. Um, going in off the top of the dome on entrepreneurship mindset. Should you or shouldn't you? Are you thinking about starting a business? Things to consider. My little quiz on are you an entrepreneur? There's a little yes and no back and forth. Um, Just the way that I'm looking at it, the state of entrepreneurship right now. So hopefully this brings you a ton of value. Can't wait to hear your feedback on the episode. I'm definitely excited to be back on the pod, and I think you guys will really enjoy it. So now let's get into the episode. Hey guys, how's it going out there? This is Sunny D, and you are now tuned in to the YFYI podcast. Super excited to be back with you guys. I know it's been a couple of weeks, maybe one, two, let me see how many weeks has it been? think since the election I think that was our last episode and I was talking about should you vote and I kind of was talking to some people about not voting some people about voting got a lot of feedback on that episode it was a good episode um, and really you know it was just a matter of did you vote and you know getting the information you needed to vote and now here we are it's the almost the middle of December lots been going on I'm gonna update you guys on all that kind of stuff uh, but the the vote this is like the longest election ever because the vote is still going on. There's still places counting votes. There's still places who don't know how many votes they had. There's still places who, you know, have votes and they're not sure about them. So I think this is going to be like the longest election ever. Uh, the date that is official is going to be uh, January 20th. So we're all kind of stay tuning into that. So we thought that was going to be like you know, a monumental day. It's turned into like two months plus. So that's that. So we're going to put that on pause. We'll come back to it maybe on the next episode or two. We'll see what's going on. On this episode today, I want to kind of update you guys on what I've been up to. I've been up to a lot. I've been hanging out with a lot of you guys online, social distancing, but I've been hanging out with a lot of you guys through the DMs on uh, Instagram, through Uh, Snapchat, through where else, Facebook, through Zoom. You know, Zoom, got to connect with a lot of you guys through Zoom. So that's been awesome. So I wanna talk a little bit about what I've been up to and wanna talk a little bit about, you know, just uh, the mentality and and the motivations that I have behind and for um, this term of entrepreneur. You know, a lot of people right now, because of the the, uh, pandemic that's going on and because of the kind of crazy environment and the changing landscape and the marketplace and the job scene. People are thinking about reinventing themselves. So I want to touch on some of those things today. Thinking about reinventing themselves as an entrepreneur, maybe thinking like, man, realizing like life is really short. Maybe I should consider doing my thing or starting that little concept or that idea, turn it into a business now because who knows what's going to happen tomorrow. You know, I think everybody was kind of on cruise control. Last few years has been a pretty favorable environment for business owners, been a pretty favorable environment for somebody starting a company, been a pretty favorable environment um, for, for kind of 
all things. I mean, and then, you know, March came along and punched everybody in the face. And we all kind of had to rethink our everything, right? Rethink our economy. I talked a lot about the corona economy that we're in now. And it's it's really still at the beginning. If you think of I mean, March, you know, eight months ago, we're not really nine months ago. We're not 100% even, you know, out of the woods yet. I mean, we're really kind of just getting into the first line of trees. And I think it's going to continue to happen um, in the next you know, 6, 12, 18 months, I don't think a whole lot is going to, you know, it's not going to be like, oh, we're back to normal. Because I think, yeah, everyone's talking about this new normal. I think that's going to continue to happen. So I'll share some ideas on that. If this is your first time tuning in, whether you're watching on via video, whether you're watching video or you're listening, thanks for being here uh, on the YFY podcast. I try to do this podcast every week. Sometimes I get caught up because this is like a side hustle. This isn't my main gig. I'm running a company, I'm busy, um, multiple you know locations, a team, and all that other kind of fun stuff that comes along with it. But I like to do the podcast to reach out to you guys in the YFYI community. A lot of you guys are just getting started. Your first year in, you know, the beauty industry. Your first year in salon ownership. Your first year in whatever it is. In I've got people in the beauty industry and not in the beauty industry that tune in, but whatever the first year that you're going through, um, this podcast is for you. All Things YFY, you can find out and listen to and check on all the episodes, 215, 16 episodes, yfypodcast.com, and all things your first year in, um, just go to yourfirstyearin.com as well. And so I like coming on here and kind of sharing and rapping with you guys. And you know, I wanna talk a little bit about this entrepreneurship thing, because I think right now, um, I'm finding that. So since the last time I talked to you guys, you know, we opened a new location in Dallas, Texas. Awesome, exciting. Um, I got some cool stuff to share about that. And we relocated an existing location to a brand new plaza, brand new build out. So that was like opening another brand new location. Exciting, uh, majorly, I mean, time consuming. Um, and and also it's the the environment that we're in, you know, it's presented itself with a little bit of a twist. And I was thinking back to when I started this company, the Salon 1.0. I started the idea kind of hit me 2008. And I don't know how old some of you guys are. Maybe you remember this or not. But <clears throat> there was a uh, thing called the recession that was taking place. Now at the time, you know, as a new kind of you know a new business owner. Um, not a new entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur, I think, pretty much since I was born. I think it's something that you have, even, even though you don't know you have it. You see it. And you find it. You always catch yourself. When you look back, it's always easier to see it. You know, the patterns, right? I'm, I'm selling bubble gum. I'm selling candy. I'm selling baseball cards. I got a paper route. Um, you know, up north where I grew up, I'm shoveling the, you know, snow. I'm scraping ice off of people's windows for a buck. Anything I could do. Always hustling, trying to figure out a way to make a few dollars. You know, I'm trying to take a dollar, make a dollar to 50 cents. You know what I'm saying? So that's, um, it's just always been there. But back then, I mean, it wasn't like, oh, you're an entrepreneur. Because like, what the, what the hell is an entrepreneur? Nobody really used that term. It wasn't like a sexy term. I was just like a little hustler. That's the term. That's the term. So you kind of are or you're not. And I mean, it's kind of interesting now because you can, there's classes, 
right? There's classes you can take and courses you can take. Even in college, like there's like majors. Like what are you majoring in? Entrepreneurship. I think you can study any subject and pick up some things from that subject, but that doesn't mean that you are going to become uh, that subject. I mean, for example, like you can learn everything you you possibly can find and read and study about football, but if you're, you know, five foot, hundred pounds soaking wet and can't and run like forty yard dash takes you like four minutes, then I'm sorry, shit, you're not going to be an NFL player. It's just the way it goes. Uh, they got guys that are three hundred pounds, six hundred, you know, six foot plus. They're benching six hundred and running a four you know, 40 yard and a 4.2. I mean, that's just, you're not that, right? So you can study it. You can know the game inside and out. You can know the game better, the rules of the game better than some of the players. And I think that's the same thing like with entrepreneurship. I think you could really study it and become a subject matter expert, but the stuff that you need it's not necessarily in a book. The way that you find out if you are a fighter isn't necessarily by watching Rocky or boxing movies. The way you find out is you put the gloves on, you get in the ring, you get punched dead in your face, and you're like, oh shit, I don't wanna do this anymore. And you take the gloves off, or you, you know, the way you find out, it's like anything. So. If you've got some of those entrepreneurial seeds, maybe you didn't know what they were, but you're now thinking you want to water them. You know, I just want to, you know, share some of that with you because some people are and they just don't know. You know, how would you like to find out that at the end of your life, you actually were meant to do this or that or the other and you just never did? No one ever presented it to you. No, you never um, tried it. So some of the things I want to, share with you like can you answer yes to some of these questions because this might be that entrepreneurial itch that you just have to scratch you know do you find yourself doing something and whatever that something is and you totally um, you know you lose track of time you you would do it you know even if you were doing it for free um, you have almost like this obsession about it and you always are doing it. And when you do it, you feel like you're in a, in a zone. Maybe call it a comfort zone, maybe call it your lane. Because um, that could be an indicator. And you know, entrepreneurship, what it looks like, you know, is number one, you've gotta be hungry about solving problems. Because entrepreneurship is like full of them, right? Because that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to start a business. You're trying to find a problem, address a problem, identify it, address it, solve it, and maybe figure out a way to help teach other people how to solve it. And that is the beginning of you building a business. You know, when I started the Salon 1.0, I'm like, well, looking at it, you know, for me, it was almost like a problem of my own, you know, because I was graduating from beauty school and I was like looking around, there weren't many options of Paul Mitchell focus salons, tons of salons, but as far as Paul Mitchell focus salons that hired new grads, that helped you learn how to build a business, taught you the marketing and the business skills as well as the technical skills, kept advancing those and created a sandbox or an environment where you as a new person coming in could really thrive. So I was looking around and it was slim pickings. 
And so when I started the company, that was one of the problems I was trying to solve. One of them was creating a system that really kind of focuses and specializes on bringing on new talent. That's on the internal. So you always have a couple different customers. You might be taking care of one customer on the inside of your business and then there's maybe another customer on the outside of your business. On the outside of my business, what the guest problem was that I was trying to solve was creating a consistency because people would go somewhere and they'd get a you know shitty haircut and then they go to the same place again and get a decent haircut then they go to the same place again they get a great haircut there was no consistency and every time they would go to that place the experience was a little you know different or it was changed or whatnot and especially depending on who they were working with so I wanted to create also a system that I could teach the stylist our foundation at 1.0 so no matter who that guest would go into the salon and see there was going to be a standard operating procedure keyword standard so creating that system so that guest can receive that same great service same great experience no matter who now everyone's you know going to have their own personality and they may have their own artistic vision and it's very difficult to do especially in you know an artistic world because that artistic vision can vary so thinking about that foundation was the key to creating that system to help solve that problem so there's a consistency because with that consistency just like a starbucks you know they wanted to create the perfect espresso and be able to teach it to anybody who puts on a green apron and calls himself a barista to be able to teach it so then you joe blow or nancy blow whoever you come in and you say yes i want a cafe latte and you kind of doctor it up you're like i want an extra shot of espresso i want uh, two pumps of classic and uh, i want if you're listening that's my order cafe latte and take a note if you ever want to get me a starbucks you know cafe latte most likely the tall i'm not into the grandes and the and what's the other one the venti uh, but a tall or a, a small extra shot of espresso, two pumps of classic, boom, I'm easy. Um, but I can go in any Starbucks and I can order that and it's going to be the same result. Now, that barista, you know, Robert over there at this Starbucks on the corner of whatever street and, you know, Mary over there and in Texas and whoever. It doesn't that's gonna change the baristas making it is gonna change the conversation may be a little different but the end result what I came in there for I'm gonna get a, a consistent experience from check-in to checkout so that was a big problem for the guests so those are two things so if you're thinking about there's something that is kind of an itch that maybe it's not even an itch it's like a, a, a pain that you have that you want to solve maybe it's for you or maybe you've identified it Right? And you can't stop thinking about it. And whenever you're doing it, you feel like you're in your comfort zone. Whenever you're uh, thinking about it, you know, doing it, practicing it, you feel like you're in your, your lane. You, know, you lose track of time. You would do it for free. That could be a good indicator um, that you, know, you have some of that seed of entrepreneurship. Now, if you're just trying to come up with a wham band, like, oh, like a Me Too or whatever product, because you're like, oh, that would be good. I could maybe make money on that. You're probably gonna fail. And on that note, you're probably gonna fail anyway. So this is where the motivational entrepreneurship talk 
um, gets real like non necessarily motivational, but it is still motivating because I, I, I want to I'd rather talk you out of the heartache and pain versus you thinking, oh, I'm an entrepreneur because, you know, I watched two episodes of Shark Tank and here I go because there's so many you know people that they'll do. They'll start a business and it'll fail and it could devastate them. They could become depressed. They lose all their money. They lose all their friends. And that's only in the third month, right? <laughs> right. So, you know, if it kind of persuades you to stay away, then stay away. Because again, if you don't like to taste the blood, you don't mind getting a tooth knocked out. You don't mind getting punched in the face repeatedly for three minutes times 12 rounds, then maybe stay away from the boxing ring. And so I'm here to share those same things. Now, when I started, it was a recession. You know, and now here I am, I'm starting another, you know, business, uh, an additional business, or we could say two. And we're not only in a recession, we're in a pandemic, we're in a, so I'm like going to be faced with a whole new litany of challenges. Like, do people even want to come into a new salon during a pandemic? Um, we're going to find out, right? Because we've only been open a couple of weeks, so we'll see. And I'll keep you updated. But why do it? Why do it? Um, just like the reason I did it the first time, because that pain point that, you know, and, and you create your vision and we'll get into that in you know, a future episode, but you kind of create and craft your vision around the pain. Like this is how I'm going to, this is what the pain is. This is how I'm going to solve it. And this is the vision and how we're going to do it. And then along the way, along the way, just like, you know, I keep using boxing because you guys can really visualize it. You know, this is my plan. I've studied the opponent. I know where the weakness is. I know where I know where my strong points are. I know how I'm going to attack this problem, which is my opponent. And I'm going to get my ass kicked most of the time. Most of the time as an entrepreneur, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be eating shit. You're going to be studying the canvas, meaning you're going to be face down, getting counted by the ref, are you going to stand up? Nobody knows, but that's most of the time. And then the few times that you have victory, uh, it just feels so good because you feel the pain most of the time. So when you get that little sliver, you know, and like when I had our first, you know, business hit profit, which everything's going to take longer than you think. So you might be going at it, hammering at it for one year, two years, three years, and then you have a business, get the profitability and you feel that victory and you take a second to celebrate it. And then you're right back in it because it's just who you are. You know, so you have to ask yourself that question. Are you comfortable with high levels of pain? Not only physical pain, right? Because you're going to work your ass off. You know, when you start a business, you know, I always joke around. I say as a business owner, the coolest part is you get to work half days. Now I want you to think about that for a second, half days. So what does that mean? Well, there's 24 hours in a day. So that means if you take your eight for sleep, which hardly you know anybody gets, but recommended eight, then you're left with 16 hours left, right? And then you're thinking, oh yeah, so 16 hours, a half a day is eight hours. Eh, wrong. It's not half of the 16, it's half of the 24. So you get to work a minimum 12 hours a day, most likely, especially in the beginning phases, I easily find myself sometimes 12, 13, 14, 15 hours. And that's that part where the time goes by. If you're doing something or you're starting to do something and you're always wondering, when am I going to be finished? You know, when do I get the clock out, right? Then you're probably not doing the thing. 
and you're probably not building the thing and it's probably not something you should even consider because you're going to need to be able to know like you sometimes i mean there are days there are times where you may work 24 hours in a row you know this last salon we were just going through the build out process and getting it ready and the last day that i was working on the salon which was the day before i was flying for the soft opening you know grand opening of a, another salon which was in dallas so we opened dallas on december 1st so november 28th to november 30th night right do the math on that i don't know that's november you know 28th was i guess that saturday the 29th was that sunday and then the 30th was that monday so november 28th through the 29th into the 30th right that morning that was a straight work sesh because it had to get done and i remember getting to the airport on that monday which was i guess last monday and you know realizing once i was gonna make my flight because you know entrepreneurs you know <laughs> you know you're cutting it close a lot of times and i barely made that flight and i remember thinking to myself when i made that flight i'm like i don't know how the hell i made this flight but bigger than that, I had a little smile on my face. I was like, I don't even know how I got to this airport because I was running on fumes. And I mean, up until I raced home to throw stuff in a suitcase and haul my ass to the airport, you know, I was finishing some painting and some different things, trying to get, you know, get it ready. And then show up in Dallas that evening, that Monday night, to finally do some office work to only get to finally put my head on a pillow i think it was around you know midnight to get ready to open the new salon the next morning that is the journey of an entrepreneur and not once did i think when's this going to be over was i tired oh hell yeah could i could i did i was i scared i was driving down the street scared for my life and other people's lives oh hell yeah did I feel like I was walking zombie? Uh, yeah, but at the same time, I lo was loving every minute of it, you know, because that's what I that's what I enjoy doing. Having that, you know, meeting those deadlines, having that pressure, um, figuring out the problem, how I have to solve it, working that problem, and doing it over and over again. And so, as you're thinking about, you know, your journey, and you're thinking about what it is you want to do as your entrepreneurial experiment, which it all is an experiment because there's no guarantees. You know, 97% of people that start out on a journey to build a business fail, and that was pre-pandemic. Uh, right now, there's not a lot of people starting a business because they're not crazy, which is another key ingredient. You gotta be a little crazy. And not a little crazy as in, well, you know, you need to be on medication, maybe you do, but a little crazy in the sense that when you're doing something and you're sharing it, you know, are people looking at you like, yeah, that makes total sense, or are people questioning you? Because when you're getting a lot of questions, like why would you do that? Um, do you think that's a good idea? You're probably on to something because those few people that are out there in the world that have that entrepreneurial, you know, true blood running through their veins, are people that are always doing shit that's questionable that is, are always doing shit that other people are like hmm i don't know 
uh, seems a little like you know risky, right? What's your level of risk? So are you willing to deal with some of the pain? Um, ask yourself that question, yes or no. Are you, are you doing something where you totally get lost in the time and you can't think about doing anything else? Yes or no. Are you doing something that you would totally do for free? Yes or no. Are you able to endure um, those long periods of time where you have to get to a problem? Yes or no. What's your level of focus like? Now, everybody has a level of focus. Everybody can focus. You know, some people think they can't focus, right? Uh, you know, I, I was before, uh, I guess it's, you know, attention deficit was like, you know, a brand where every single kid that wasn't paying attention in class got branded. Oh, they got ADD. You know, I, I had that. I was a poster child for that. And it wasn't that I didn't, I couldn't pay attention. It was just the shit that the teacher was talking about wasn't interesting to me. Because while they're talking to me about this, I'm thinking about, you know, I got a paper route. I was selling cigarettes at one point. I'm selling candy. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about making moves. Like if they had a class I was teaching about hustling and flipping and, you know, making money, I probably would have been like a, you know, locked in straight A, like, you know, can I get, you know, put me in this, you know, in the, uh, in the gifted group or whatever. But that is about focus and everyone can focus on the things that they want. But what's your level? When you get locked in, do you, can you get into that tunnel? Can you get into that zone where you are so locked in, like a bomb could be going off to the left or right of you and you would just be, bam, you'd be in there. Um, how easy is it for you to get to that place? And so these are things I want you guys to think about uh, in, as you're going into your journey. And then the other thing is finances. You know, what's your level of comfort when you're an entrepreneur and you're building a business? There are gonna be periods of time some of them will be, <clears throat> excuse me, some of them will be <clears throat> an instance. Some of them will be uh, many instances that you will be at, near, or past zero. Meaning your company, you, your partners, you'll run out, you're going to run out of money. Now, what's your level and your tolerance for those kind of financial hardships? Are you the person that, you know, if your bank account gets so low, you're like, oh, you're kind of cringing and you're kind of freaking out and you're kind of sweating. You know, when you see a stack of bills, what's your level of comfort? Are you like, oh, are you, you know, dreading, you know, opening the envelope? You know, what's your level of comfort with the big nasty D word? And that D word I'm talking about is the word debt. You know, because at certain points in time, you're going to need to carry it, whether it's you personally, your business, and it can get big, double digits, commas, the whole shebang. What's your level of comfort? And if you're thinking about partnering or having partners, find that out too. You know, I've had some partners that were just their level of their tolerance and their comfort level was just not anywhere near where it needed to be to be playing in the field and to be playing on the field of entrepreneurship. And, you know, mine is. You know, because that's one thing I just never really, I mean, it didn't scare me because I knew, you know, like the, the saying is it takes money to make money, but it doesn't. It takes courage because you can have a ton of money and you can go belly up and bust. I've seen it happen over and over in salons and other businesses, but every company you can look at out there from the most successful, the Amazons of the world, the Netflix and all these huge billion, multi-billion companies that have been around for 20 years now. Look at their history and go back into Apple computer, all of them, all the major, major players that you know we hear about in the news, they all at some point or multiple points were like, yeah, we got about enough cash to last us through the end of the week. 
or we got about enough cash to last us for a couple of months or we don't even have enough cash to make payroll so i'm gonna have to put it on a credit card or i'm gonna have to borrow big and steal uh or any everything may be short of stealing to figure this out you know when you think of those scenarios of what what is your natural feeling like for me it kind of ignites like if if we have a company or a companies or the companies like out of money, almost out of money running on fumes. It almost like ignites a little bit of, um, it's, it's like some endorphins are released and then my creativity rises up to the next level. My strategy, my thinking, um, elevates to the next level. That's not something that you train. That's just the way you're wired. And so that's why I say entrepreneurship, I believe it's really something that's in there. And when these occasions happen, you know, it just, it's kind of like in, you know, I was in the military. A lot of you guys know that in the military, there's certain, you know, like kind of the, the area that I operated in, you know, was, you know, frontline, like infantry, like guns, like your, you know, your job is to, you know, you're going to catch bullets and you're going to throw them, right? Some people, you know, that this, the thought of that gunfire coming at them makes them run the other way. And there's some people that it's like they run towards it firemen, police officers. It's just something that's in you and you don't know until you get hit. So I'm not saying don't try entrepreneurship, but just think even me talking to you about some of these feelings and these examples, what does it make your blood do? Does your heart rate go up when you think, oh man, I'm going to have to go in the debt? Does your heart rate go up when you're thinking you might go to zero and below? Does your heart rate go up when you think about you know, what if, what if I can't pay, you know, make payroll? Does your heart rate go up when you think about working a 15 hour day? Like, what are your feelings on it? Because these are all things and indicators that can help you decipher, like, should I be trying? Cause I'm seeing some people right now that are going to get their ass handed to them and they're talking to me like, yeah, I'm going to go and start a business. I'm like, okay, well, why? Well, I just think, you know, it's the world's crazy right now. It's just like a good time. So I'm going to, you know, go for it. Okay. Okay, but that's not really, I don't hear a problem. I don't hear a passion for the problem. And are you trying to create even, you know, even entrepreneurs, you might create a problem just to solve it because we are always trying to find something to do, right? A problem to solve. But, you know, just because the world's upside down is not a reason, you know, but there are going to be right now. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, you know, I do have those kind of feelings, you know, I'm done with this, whatever I'm doing, this, you know, bullshit and, you know, nine to five, whatever. But if you do have those feelings and some of those thoughts, as I was talking to you, those kind of endorphins or that little release happen and you got excited about some of the stuff that I'm talking about, then maybe you are the person that should be exploring this avenue of entrepreneurship. Because right now it's in these times, these uh, unprecedented, precedented times that we're gonna see people create new businesses. Um, I, like I said, my first business, I started in a recession, just starting a new business. And you know, I had some people reach out. Um, I got a phone call from the chairman and founder and CEO of Paul Mitchell, John Paul DeJoria. Uh, I was so pissed, I missed the call, but I got the voicemail. I'm gonna put it out on my Instagram. But he was just like, hey, you know, congrats, Sonny. You know, you're going for it right now. Everyone's kind of pulling back, holding what they got, scared to go, and you're you're going for it. You're taking your company, opening new locations. It was talking about the uh, the Dallas one, and you know, it was it was kind of one of those like moments where I mean, 
number one, he's one of my biggest business mentors. So to get a call from him personally was like, it just blew my mind. I was kind of shaking while I was listening to it. Awesome. Uh, number two, I'm like, is this his real number? Should I save it? I'm gonna save it. Do I call back? I don't know. I'm not gonna do it right now. <laughs> I gotta get more, some more information. So that was number two. But number three, you know, I was thinking like, it's for me, it's just game time, right? I'm not thinking about, well, there's a pandemic going on. I'm thinking about, I'm born to do this. I can't stop doing this. I can't just turn it off because there's a pandemic going on. You don't turn it off. It's not like a switch. If you're a fighter, you're a warrior, you're a baller, you're a player, you're a hustler, you're an entrepreneur, it's just what you are. You know, it doesn't matter good times, bad times, you're gonna find a will, you know, and you're gonna find a way. And so that's the way of the warrior. That's the way of the entrepreneur. And that's how it, and that's how it is in, in my mind. So just want to jump on here because a lot of people are hitting me up asking, you know, asking, hey, can I shoot a business idea off of you? I mean, if you're going to shoot a business idea off of me, that's fine. I'll give you my two cents, but do a little internal analysis before you, you know, put your, your savings account up for grabs uh, because somebody's going to get that. Like right now, it's like, well, a lot of businesses are closing. Well, there's still money. Where'd all that money go that got injected? into the economy over the last several months from the government. Um, it didn't just turn into ether. It didn't just go into the air, right? I know a lot of people spent their whole stimulus check on Amazon. Well, the guy that built Amazon got no problem with that, but what if you are that guy where you're gonna find a way through any time, good or bad, to make money, to hustle, to be able to have create something. There's problems that are popping up right now that people never thought of. There's new businesses that are gonna be created. There's new businesses that are gonna get reinvented you know, right now. So I'm encouraging people that have that fire in their belly, that internal kind of DNA, maybe they haven't experimented with it, to try it. And I'm discouraging, hopefully, people from thinking, oh, I'm just gonna take a shot and getting their ass kicked and then wondering what happened. So that's my spin on it. That's my take. Entrepreneurship. Um, you know, everybody wants to be a you know a rock star until you're like, damn, we got to learn how to play a guitar as well. What? Um, so think about it. Think about it. Hit me up with your thoughts, your comments at Sunny D 1.0 on Instagram, um, at Sunny DTS on Twitter. You can hit me up uh, below the podcast. I'll have some of these. Uh, this video will be up on YouTube. You you, you can find me. If you're listening to this, you're watching this, I'm a pretty easy person to find. Um, but Instagram on the DMs, you know, that's where I do a lot of interaction. So engage with me there. Um, hit me up. You want to check out either of the YFY books. Got your first year in the beauty industry and then your first year in salon ownership um, for owners, for people newly coming into the industry. These are business books. I mean, if you're trying to learn about hair, these aren't the books for you. But if you're trying to learn about the business, my thoughts, my, you know, uh, philosophies, my uh, practices, everything's in there. Just go to yourfirstyearin.com. If you're a future professional watching or listening to this, um, there's a promo code. Really, anybody, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I want a promo code, uh, I've got a promo code going on right now. It's PMTSFP. Yeah, PMTSFP. Um, all the books, 20% off through the holiday season. Hopefully, you guys are being safe. Hopefully, you're, um, you're staying up, you're staying motivated. I know it's crazy right now. I know the world's like a total shit show. I'm living in it just like you. But during these times, you gotta find your lane, 
You got it. Sometimes you got to put your head down, put your nose to the grinder, and just keep pushing forward. So hopefully this kind of gets you in the right mindset for that. Thanks for tuning in to the YFY podcast. I'll be back next week, another episode, more updates. Um, check out our salon page uh, at the Salon 1.0 Dallas just opened. Give them a little shout out, give them a little love at the Salon 1.0 Davenport, our new location there. And check out some of our team. You can see some images up there. Um, I'll be out in Texas next week. If you're around, you want to ever stop by the salon, hit me up, let me know. Um, I'll be there. And then all things your first year in, yourfirstyearin.com. And what else? YFYpodcast.com. Got a lot of dot-coms going on. I think that's about it. But thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm excited to get this episode out to you and uh, see you and talk to you on the next one. And remember, remember, this is the YFYI podcast, the place where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you'll be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening and or watching, and I'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, Sunny D here again. Thanks for listening to that episode. Um, I'm fired up. I hope you're fired up. Hopefully you got a lot of takeaways. I want to know your one or two main takeaways. Uh, leave it in the comments. Wherever you see anything about this episode posted, hit me up on Instagram if you have any questions, guys. I'm super excited. When I you know get into more of this and we've got some online trainings that are going to be coming up, to get a little bit more into um, just the building. So if you find yourself like you just can't resist, you have to do this, you wanna launch this, you're gonna go for it. Just the building of a business. And I wanna have a few people in that group and it's gonna be more of like a mentorship. So stay tuned for more of that. I'll have more information coming out soon and you can follow along at your first year in at SunnyD1.0 and let me know what your thoughts are I'm excited to hear from you and excited to watch you on your journey. So thanks again for tuning in to this episode and I'll see you on the next one.